Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 72. Happy Sunday after Thanksgiving. Hope you had a wonderful time with some friends and family. And uh, if you didn't, well, then maybe next year, right? (laughs) I'm just playing. Remember when we talked about last week, there was always, always something to be thankful for. Think about this past week and, uh, you know, praise God for the things that he helped you through. Um, Know that you're much uh, better off uh, than sometimes a life, I think, leads on. I want to do something different uh, for the next several episodes. I guess it's not really different. It's a concept I've somewhat used uh, throughout our time together. But um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you'll know that I'm, I'm a huge fan of music. I love all kinds of music, except for country music. I'm sorry for those of you that do. I know that seems like the cardinal sin in Indiana, but I can't get into that just like twangy voice and steel guitar and singing about tractors and dogs. and It's just, um, I don't like it. Uh, and I've tried. I honestly, I've tried listening. I know those of you out there are like, have you even listened to it? I mean, you're the same people that when I say I don't like a certain food, you're like, have you even tried it? Yes. Yes to both questions. So stop asking me. <laughs> I honestly, I've listened to it and I've tried to to get into it and I just, I, I just can't. Um, but all that to say, I'm a huge fan of music. I do respect people that make it. So uh don't take it any other way. Um, now, I have to make an admission. I admit I did something this year that is against all of my uh, core beliefs. <laughs> I listened to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Now, it is in my moral code to always wait until Thanksgiving and after to start Christmas season for me. So putting up the tree, decorating, um, listening to Christmas music. But this year, I mean, it's just everything's a wire and crazy. So it's like, you know what, I'm just going to do something a little different. Um, I mean, it hasn't been the best of years for some very obvious reasons. And we are just now maybe starting to see a light at the end of a very, very long tunnel. So I turned on the music, Christmas music, a little early to try and get myself in the Christmas spirit. Uh, I know that sounds funny, and when you think about the words Christmas spirit, it just sounds cliche, but I do believe that Christmas like brings with it a different feeling than most holidays. Let me think about it. Even people who don't necessarily believe in the actual Christmas story of Jesus' birth, I believe even they can kind of sense there's something different in the air. So with the Christmas music, I was attempting to jumpstart my heart into this Christmas spirit, and I think it worked a little bit. Um, One thing, though, that came to mind when I listened to certain hymns and songs and even Christmas songs, I could feel like the passion being behind what was written. And there are some powerful words being sung. So over the next several weeks before we get to Christmas, I wanted to share some Christmas songs that I have 
just some that I feel like just have some incredible words in them that bring us uh, the reason why we celebrate. Family is good, and Santa's a big fat man, and Elf is funny, but ultimately we have this time to celebrate Jesus and him arriving on this earth. The first song I wanted to go through with you is a song called Mary Did You Know? And it's written by, actually he's a comedian, but he's a guy who traveled uh, with the Gaither vocal band. So if you're old, <laughs> you're going to know who those people are. And uh, his name is Mark Lowry. Uh, the words in this, though, are just incredible. And I don't think we always look at it like this. It, it really paints a different perspective than what we're used to. It's a series of questions wondering if uh, Mary, uh, Jesus' mother, really knew who she was holding in her hands after she gave birth to him. I, mean, I just love this. Now, to give you background on the story, if you're not familiar, Mary was chosen to carry Jesus, the Messiah. I mean, I think it's best told in uh, the book of Luke in chapter 1, uh, verse 26. It says, the angel of the Lord appears to Mary and explains that she has been highly favored to carry a son and to call him Jesus. He will be great, be called song, uh, a son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end ever to his kingdom. And although she was a virgin, the Holy Spirit made her pregnant. Now this song is all about helping Mary to recognize what she was holding in her hand. She didn't know that Jesus was going to do all the things that he did, but she got a glimpse of it from the angel was telling her. But questions like, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water? He will calm a storm with his hand. He has come to deliver Mary herself. A beautiful line from the song is when she's asked if she knew when she kissed her baby, she was kissing the face of God. Now, how incredibly terrifying would it be to know that you were responsible for raising the Son of God? That just seems like a massive amount of pressure. But Mary was willing and even says to God, I'm, I am your servant. I will do what you will of me. It had to be all so surreal to her, though. Maybe it, it even happened so fast that she couldn't really even comprehend all that was going on. I mean, we may have talked about this last Christmas, but I still believe it. I bet Mary had doubts in herself. Although she knew that God had chosen her, I imagine in her head the question of, you know, why me bounced around maybe on a daily basis. And I bet the enemy did all he could do to try to discourage her from going through with this. Here's a crazy question for you. Aren't you glad Mary didn't abort him? To step aside for a second, maybe you don't feel like you are equipped to do what God has called you to do. But I'm going to guess he hasn't asked you to give birth to a son and then raise him. 
I mean, let's put things in perspective now, right? Listen, whatever he's asked you to do, whether you feel ready or not, he gave you that pull, that drive, that purpose for a reason. So get out there and just do it. Not everyone is going to have an angel show up at their door and tell them exactly what they're supposed to do. In most cases, it's the exact opposite. God provides the opportunities, and we choose whether we take it or not. It just seems more subtle now than maybe back then. Back to the song. The song ends with this line. Mary, did you know that this sleeping child you're holding is the great I am? Meaning, did she fully realize that Jesus, in the form of a baby then, but would later become the answer, the redeemer, the rescuer of all mankind. He was and still is the great I am. Now there's lots of versions of this song out there, uh, but I would encourage you even to look it up on YouTube or Spotify or whatever you use. But my favorite version of this song uh, was sung by Danny Gokey. I think he was an American Idol guy, but um, I would suggest giving it a listen. Um, think about these things the next time you hear the song. And even think deeper when you're singing Christmas carols next time. There's probably a good chance there's some power behind it if it speaks of Christ. Next week, we will explore another song. Thanks for always turning, tuning in. Never forget that you are fully loved and highly valued. Have a great week.